let's talk about taking your kids out to dinner. In this episode, I'm giving you lots of ideas of how to make it not only bearable to take your kids out to eat with you, but actually super enjoyable. We're talking about what to do ahead of time and what to bring, what to plan for, and how to not lose it if shit hits the fan. I think it is so important to take your kids out to dinner so they get used to it and they're good at doing it. And it's great family time that you should not miss out on because you think it might be too hard to take your kids out with you. We're talking about a dining out experience where you enjoy it and your kids do too. So many tips coming up next. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking all about taking your kids out to eat with you, taking them out to restaurants, whether it's casual or fancy. Uh, In this podcast, I'm going to try to convince you while you can do it, no matter what age your kids are at or how many of them you have. I just think it is such an important skill to teach your kids of how to go out and how to dine at a restaurant and do it without disturbing other people around you or without making it miserable for you, the parents. This is a fun one. And this is one that I've learned over the years, different tricks and different hacks. So I'm going to share the way I do it and the way that I've read different kind of experts give their tips about it. Because every time I bring you a podcast, I try to bring you, you know, different different opinions, not just my own. I like to kind of share how I do it and what I've figured out is awesome for us and then lots of different ways. So we're talking about how to plan for it, how to expect the unexpected, what to bring, and how to make it go really efficiently and smoothly. In the same way that going out to eat with your spouse or a friend or your parents can be just so reconnecting and enjoyable and relaxing, I really think it can be the same way with your kids, even if you have little kids. I think we just need to know what to expect, plan ahead, make sure it's a good plan, give them a little grace, and keep doing it. That's the key. I know so many friends who are awesome parents and they have awesome kids and they're like, I just can't take my kids out to dinner. No way. But here's the thing. By not doing it, then they don't know how to do it. You have to take them. There will be rough times. It's not always going to be smooth, but you have to take them out to dinner so they become durable, they're good at it, and they're used to it. So that's what we're getting into today. First things, especially if you're just starting out doing this with your kids or if your kids are really young, choose the right place. Now, in this whole podcast, my goal is to convince you whether you're going to take your kids to kind of more of a family place like Islands, which we love, or if you're going to go to like a super fancy Morton's or Mastro's for a birthday dinner or for for anything else. No matter what, I think that once you get this down and once you get your routine down, you can take your kids anywhere with you and feel comfortable and have it be relaxing at times and not disturb other people. But first, or if your kids are young, 
choose the right place, choose the right setting. If your kids tend to be loud, pick a place that the noise isn't going to bother other people. You're not going to worry, stress the whole time that they're going to be loud. If your kids are more messy, maybe you might want to kind of consider that when you are picking where you take them. So especially if your kids are young or you're just starting out taking your kids to restaurants, choose the right environment, choose the right place. You might even want to start by choosing a place that's really fun for them, like Dave and Buster's, where there's an arcade too. So we teach them, okay, we're going to dinner, we're going to sit down, we're going to be respectful, we're not going to throw food on the floor, we're not going to yell, we're going to talk, we're going to have fun as a family, then we're going to go have fun. Or maybe you take them to dinner first and then you all go to a movie. Whatever it is, you might want to start out with something fun or even on the regular, do it like that. So there's an incentive afterwards. After everyone's really great at dinner, we're going to go down the street and have frozen yogurt and you can pick out your own toppings so that there's an incentive and they realize that good behavior is rewarded. So going out to dinner is not just something for adults, but it's something for them too, but set the expectation so that they know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. I like talking to my kids ahead of time about whatever they're doing just because in all my years of parenting, I realized they're kids. Like a lot of times, even if they've done something before, it helps if they think through what to expect before it happens. So if I pick them up from school and say we're taking my mom out to Morton's that night, I'll say, okay, we're going out to dinner tonight. This is what I expect. You can wear whatever you want, but it has to be appropriate. So that does not mean cut off shorts. That means something that's appropriate for a nice dinner. So think about what you might want to wear. That way you don't start, especially if you have older kids, um, you don't start out with a struggle of what they're going to wear to make sure they look clean and tidy for wherever you're going. And then I tell them, now remember, this is more of a quiet place. This is usually an adult place, but because I do not want, I want you there for grandma's birthday we're going to bring her presents. We're going to bring a little cake for her. So I expect you to be nice and polite and respectful, not too loud, not too messy. Of course, still be kids. I never want to squash kids' creativity, but I also want them to know what to expect because think about it. And I realize how many years I did this wrong. If you're walking into a certain a situation and we all in our minds have so many things going on that we want to make sure we don't forget, we don't want to make sure we're not late, but how can a kid remember what each restaurant is like and what is expected of them? So again, back to our example, if I'm picking my kids up from school, this is what I'll talk to them about on the drive home. So they have time to marinate on it, think about where they're going, and the expectation is set of what I expect from them. So that way they know. I explain, you know, it's kind of dark, it has candles, but it's going to be awesome. They have this like warm bread, like this big mound of bread that comes out in the beginning. You're really going to like that. Here's a couple of things that they have for dinner. I think you might like the chicken and then we'll do French fries for you with a big old side of ketchup. You're going to love it. Talk to them about wherever you're going so that they can kind of put it in their mind. They can be excited. They can start thinking about what they're going to wear. Eliminates that problem possibly of of having an outfit crisis right before. You can talk to them about what they're going to eat. That way you're not stressed and panicked about having them help decide what they're going to eat. Like think through how it would go. Put yourself in the shoes of you in a couple hours and kind of give them a heads up. I've really found that this does wonders, especially of course, as your kids are old enough to kind of think ahead of time and answer questions, it makes a world of difference because that way you're not throwing them into a situation then they act up and then you're reprimanding them and you're grinding your teeth better or else you're threatening. It's like the expectation's been set. I've already kind of put the picture in their mind of where they're going. I've set the expectation of what I expect. 
And I'm telling you, it will be so much smoother because they know. They know what to expect. They know it's a special meal. Even if it's not celebrating a birthday, going out to a fancy dinner, especially a kid going out, is a special thing. So I explain, this is a very special thing. We're going out for this reason or to celebrate or we just want to take you guys out and talk about the week. So this is what I expect from you. Also, plan ahead and don't take tired kids out if you can avoid it. Now, sometimes it just happens. Or if you're on a trip with a couple families and you end up eating or you have to be flexible, it happens. But I'm saying on the regular, especially if your kids aren't used to dining out at restaurants, whenever you can, try to really plan to where you're eating early or you're not exhausting the kids all day to where they're going to have a meltdown at dinner because they're kids. And if they're too tired, that's what they do. So try to plan if you can in that way. Next, bring things to keep them busy. So this is how I like to do it. I like to sit down and chat, chat about what they want to eat pretty early on. That way they're going to know what to order. If they're old enough, I love when the server comes around for them to order for themselves. I just think that's such a good, independent, great life skill. And then I have them play. So as they're talking to us, I have um, different activities. I did a blog all about this. So in the show notes, there's a blog with all my favorite things, little wiki sticks, wiki sticks. I love the neon colors, which if you don't know, they're little wax sticks that kind of look like a little straw, but you can, um, twist them and mold them into different characters. So it's the best because they're tiny. They fit in your purse. Um, or the kids could put them in like a little backpack and it's something easy and it's really good for all ages. I mean, I've even seen adults sit there and and try to, you know, make a little dog out of their wiki sticks. So things like that. I love the mess-free coloring. I love um, different sticker books that have scenes. Melissa and Doug is just amazing. The the Melissa and Doug toy brand has the wow mess-free painting where you just take a little water from your water glass at the restaurant, put it in the little paintbrush, and then they paint this whole book. And it's great because they're like $4.99. I buy a bunch of these different travel things and I keep them in a bag in my car. I love the Wow Mess Free Painting. I love the Melissa and Doug Puffy sticker sets. So you can pick a princess, a mermaid, farm animals, jungle animals, all these different things depending on what your kids like. And then you give it to them at the beginning of the meal and then they decorate an entire scene with all these stickers. And it's great because, again, it's literally like ages 2 to 10. My 10-year-old will still sit there and do it with Parker, and it's just fun, and it gives them something to do. So you're not showing up at a dinner that's going to be two hours and just expect that your kid is going to be happy and entertained the whole time. Also, I prefer that the kids aren't on technology the whole time because if I'm going to take them out to dinner, I don't want them just staring at a screen. I use that as a backup and at the end of the meal, which we are, we'll get to. So I also love the Melissa and Doug big, large sticker books. There's a pink one and a blue one. And again, these are really nice big sticker books that they can make scenes in. So you can bring one and pull out different pages and different sticker pages and give them to different kids. I always stock these. I always put them in my car, put them in a bag. And I also bring more than just my kids because oftentimes if we're going to dinner with kids, we have friends' kids too. So if I'm getting these puffy sticker sets, I get three for my kids and then I'll have three more for any other kids. Same thing with the wiki sticks packs. They can always share, but I always make sure that I have some for other people's kids too so that way they're all happy and entertained. If you have older kids, I love either joke books or interesting books. Like there's an I Can't Believe It book 
They usually come out with one every year that's just super fun. And it tells you the longest river or the world record for this or just interesting things, but they're not like just facts, you know, facts about past wars. They're like really interesting things. You were like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. You know, about different planets or water in the world, whatever it is. So as your kids get older, those are really fun ones. I also like the world record book, like the actual Guinness world record book for kids for each year. That's another really interesting one. So a lot of times my kids will look at those together or they'll ask us questions. What do you think is the world record for this or that or um, you know, all just the different, the really interesting facts. And again, they make it fun. There's lots of really bright pictures and colors and things on the pages. So it's not like you're handing them something to study. It's like an interest, interesting fact book, I think are really fun. And of course you sneak in some education too for the older kids. I also love these scribble scrubbies, these little animals. If you haven't seen them, they're animals that have washable markers. So it comes with a little bathtub and you color the animals, then you can wash them off and color them again. So you like color, clean them, and then you can color them again. Now, this is more like for a long dinner. I brought these when we went to Maui and it's kind of, I mean, it's messy in the way that there's water. You have to pour a little water in it. But it's something that's more active and if you have a separate kids table. So if you're eating outside and you know the kids are going to have their own table, this is so fun. And again, it's probably geared mostly for ages three to six. But my older kids will do it too just because it's something fun to do. Um, and then I would get probably these are a little bit more pricey than some of the, you know, kind of $4 activities. But if you know you're going to have a long dinner, the kids are going to be outside and they're going to have their own table. They're super fun and it'll keep them busy and entertained for hours. So I have this and then I have a dedicated bag that's not my purse. Sometimes I'll just grab something. Like if we're just going just our family, I'll just grab some wiki sticks or some sticker sets and pop them in my purse. But if we if we have other friends going or it's a longer dinner, I have this fun little getaway bag that I also take on trips with us that I put all these in. So it's durable. It's easy to wipe clean. So I'll link that in the blog post as well because it's just like all my favorite things for all different ages and a bag to carry it all in. So bring something to keep them busy. You don't want to go to this nice dinner and then just have them on a device the entire time. Also, my husband thinks I'm crazy, but I always pack snacks if I know it's going to be a long dinner just because I don't want my kids to get their entree the minute we sit down. So if you think they're going to be hungry, I'll just bring a couple little containers and usually it's fruits or just something healthy because I know they're going to probably want butter noodles and bread and all the things. So I'll just bring a little container. So if they sit down and they're like, I'm starving, then you have some little containers of some healthy things. I always do like blueberries, strawberries, nothing that ideally is going to get like super messy. Like I don't do like mushy bananas um, or some healthy little cereal in some little containers. I always throw that in my getaway bag, my bag that I carry all of them in. That way um, I get, I sneak in some little healthy foods. Again, I usually will put some fresh fruit or some super healthy snacks because I know that if we're going out to dinner, I want them to order whatever they want. I'm not concerned about them ordering the healthiest thing on the menu like I would normally want to serve them at home. So bring snacks. That way, you know how all of a sudden, even if they just ate, they could be starving. They can snack on snacks that you bring and you don't you don't have them eat their meal right away because we know how it goes. If you have them eat the meal immediately, then that leaves for a long time um, to fill for the rest of the dinner while the parents, adults, enjoy the food, maybe a glass of wine or two, so bring snacks. 
Then bring your charged up technology. And I love bringing a portable charger just in case because someone's device always dies um, for after. So this is how we do it. We sit down, they hang out with us, they talk, and then it's always activities until you eat. So it's coloring or it's the mess repainting, it's stickers, it's wiki sticks. They're chatting with us. We're doing trivia on the books. We're talking about their week, their day, and then they eat their dinner. I really try not to do technology at all before they eat and they've ordered for themselves the whole thing. Then after they eat, then they go to technology. So for me, it's nice because we get a little bit of balance. Then you get some adult time. It's not like you're at a level 10 entertaining the kids the whole time. And it's also an incentive for them. You can watch the iPad, which is usually what the kids will want to do the most anyways. After you have eaten, eat a really good meal. You chat with us because we want to hang out with you because we love you. Then after that, then you can be on technology until dessert or until we leave. I do like to order things pretty quickly. Again, not at the very start, but just in case, just in case it's not their best day at a restaurant. That way, you the worst thing ever would be to leave without eating. So order pretty, pretty quickly if you think there's a chance of the day going semi-sideways, the meal going semi-sideways. And always something I think about when I think about this topic is respect other people dining. Now, some things you might be cool with in your house, but I think it's always just so nice and courteous to just think like, could this bother the older couple that's next to us that clearly doesn't have kids living with them that is taking their night out and their money and they're having a special dinner? I always just try to think, well, this doesn't bother me, but could it bother someone else? I just think it's important to note when dining out um, just to be courteous to other people And also, things are going to go sideways if you take your kids out to eat a lot. And the whole key is stay calm if shit hits the fan. Because the minute you lose it is the minute you've lost control. And what I say to myself, even if I'm like, oh my God, or I'm so mad at them or whatever, I just say, this is not going to crack me. This is not going to break me right now. Because if you're in this restaurant setting, you want to keep it calm. A lot of times I try to save if I need to do punishing or if I need to do parenting, I will tell them that was unacceptable and we'll talk about it at home rather than making the meal hard. I just think there's a time and a place and and sometimes it's at the moment and sometimes it's a little later. But I'm telling you, if you can stay calm, if things spill rather than your instant reaction be panic because then it makes everybody else panic and it can turn, you know, an otherwise good meal bad quickly. And, you know, the parents, the parents, your vibe sets the tone for the meal, sets the tone for the family in the house. So you got to stay calm. Even if it's crazy, you have to tell yourself, this is not going to break me right now. So stay calm if things get crazy and just work, you know, like we always do to fix the problem as quickly as we can. Another thing I wanted to mention is I think a lot of times when we go to dinner with our kids, we're just on like defensive mode. Like, okay, we're taking them out. I'm going to entertain them. I'm going to, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make my spouse not be irritated. But like, I think sometimes we just need to take the pressure off and realize like, this is our time to enjoy them. So often in life, we're Get in the car, brush your teeth, do your homework, go to bed. Why aren't you this? All the things. This is our time to talk to them and engage and, you know, be creative and, you know, play their little games with them or quiz them, ask them questions. You know, sometimes I'll just, whatever. What's what's my birthday? What's my favorite color? What's my middle name? Just all the different things. Be creative and engage with them. Don't just be on the defensive of like, oh my gosh, is this dinner going to be a nightmare? 
I think that a lot of times I get in execution mode and I, I forget to be like, ah, like, yes, I am a human too. And I want to enjoy the moments with them and really enjoy going out to dinner with them, not just get through the dinner. So stay calm and talk to them, engage with them. I think that it is going out to dinner can be so relaxing and engaging with the family and reconnecting and fun, new experiences, new environment, new food. So, you know, giving us that gentle reminder that we sometimes need need to not always take it so seriously. Understand things are not going to be perfect, but let loose a little bit and have fun and not always be on ex- executor mode. Especially so many of us moms feel like we have so many balls in the air and we just don't want things to go sideways that we forget to like relax and have fun with our kids too, which you have to because otherwise what's the point? Like that's why we do all the other things, the bathing and the feeding and all the stuff. Once you get there, take a deep breath, relax and enjoy the company. And if you can, try to stay off your phone. It's such a habit for us. I did a couple of podcasts about having a healthy relationship with your phone and not living a distracted life. If you did not hear those podcasts, go back and listen to those because those were some ones that I really needed to research and do the podcast for myself. Even a lot of the things I already knew, it helped so much to really research what experts are saying that technology does to us. And I think that by putting our phone down, we're able to have so many more engaging conversations and creative ideas. I think that that's how so many businesses and products are created from us looking around and noticing things and figuring out what a problem is in the world that we could maybe solve or a product that needs to be out there that isn't. That's why I love business and entrepreneurship. And I think it's so important to be able to have our eyes up and around and looking around and thinking and dreaming and exploring and having an imagination. And also we don't want our kids, you know, thinking about us interacting with them while they're looking at the back of our phones as well or more than our eyes. It's so tempting, especially after a long day. A lot of times that's how we want to relax. But I just think when you take your family out to dinner, that's one of those times when it's like, you know, you're taking everybody's time and you're spending your hard-earned money. I think that you should enjoy it. Disengage from the phone. And then if you want to, if that's how you want to relax, relax on the couch once you get home, once the kids are in bed or playing or doing their own thing. Not when you guys are all out, you know, you get this this experience together, whether you've eaten at that same restaurant a hundred times or it's a brand new place. I just think that it's a moment. It's a moment in time and it's a moment to really enjoy and relax and have fun with them and play and engage and connect with them, learn more about what they love, what they're thinking about, what's stressing them out, what's going on at school, what they think about their teacher, all the things. Sometimes getting up and out of your house is such a cool way to, you know, have new conversations and new experiences. So I think taking your kids out to dinner is so important, even if they are little. And I think that if you can start when they are little, it is huge because like anything, the more you do it, the more you're used to it and the better you are at it. You and them, you'll learn different things by by trial and error about what works for your kids, what doesn't work for your kids. Maybe having a couple snacks that you bring out is like the game changer. Maybe having little sticker books that they love is the game changer. Whatever it is, I think that having a game plan is key and I think just doing it. That's the biggest tip is just keep doing it. Learn from what works, learn from what doesn't work and keep taking your kids out to restaurants. 
Don't think that it's too hard. Don't think that you can't handle it or your kids can't handle it because I promise you, you can. And I think that you will have some really cool, magical family moments that you wouldn't have otherwise. So make sure you check out the blog because I linked all my favorite things. And I think that will really be helpful for prepping to take your kids out to dinner. I hope you take your kids out. I take you. I hope you take your kids out often and really have special nights. Like, you know how some nights we just don't remember because they're routine. I just think when you go out to dinner as often as you can, make it special, make it fun, make it memorable. Like one of those nights for whatever reason, you laugh about a certain something or you play a certain something, you do it to where you remember it. You remember what you tried to eat, make your kids try new foods, engage and interact. I think it is really great for your health and happiness and the health and happiness of your kids and your family and your relationships. And I think it's awesome. I hope I convinced you in this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out the show notes and the blog. And if you have a couple seconds, we would love it if you would hop over to iTunes and leave us a review on the podcast. It really helps us grow. Thank you so much for listening. You can ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-S-C-L-O-U-D. I would love to chat with you and connect with you and let me know what you learn in this podcast and others, and I will always share it with the community. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.